A beautiful, beautiful daf ahead of us. Today's daf is daf Samach Zayin, page 67, and let us get going. We are already on daf Samach Zayin. However, I would like to go back just to restart the idea that we're in, and we're going to pick up from Umi Maida Rabbi Yaisei Ba'imer Amru. So, um, this is, we're going to pick up on the bottom of Samach Vav Amr Beis. Bottom of Samach Vav Amr Beis. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom. We're going to go back to there, wrap up the sugya that we're in, and then we have a, um, really a fascinating uh, Amar Aleph, and then we finish the parak towards the top of Amar Beis, and we start the seventh parak on, uh, on Amar Beis. So here we go. Says the Gemara, seven lines from the bottom of 66b, Samachvav Amar Beis. Umi maide Rabbi Yaisi ba'imir Amar Does Rabbi Yaisi agree that if a husband tells a shliach to write a get or sign a get, that those shlichim can make more shlichim? Ba'imir Amar. Can your, can your messenger make a messenger? So right now we're saying, according, our, according to our explanation of Rabbi Yaisi, he holds you could do that. The Gemara is questioning that. We say, is that true? But tonight we learned in the Mishnah, if you have the, uh, a cipher that writes and the signature of an aid, it's a, that, that's what you need for it to be a kosher get. Now, it's going to take a while to develop our question over here. So here we go. And Rabbi says, We're learning about the cipher signing on it, meaning that the same person who writes the get. Also, is allowed to be one of the people who sign on the get. You can write it and be the the, the cipher can also be an aid. The Amar of Chis and of Chis says, "Masnis and money." Who's the who's who's of this opinion? Rabbi Yisihi, the Amar Mili Leimimsur and the Shliach, who says that words cannot allow cannot be passed on from the Shliach, and therefore, if the cipher wants to be an aid, the husband himself has to tell the sofer to be an aid. Okay. Hence, let's say you have a Shliach that comes to a cipher. And he says, I want you to write the get and sign. The cipher knows that he can't sign if the shliach was not instructed to do that. Now, you're going to say, agrees that a shliach can make a shliach. We're going to have a problem. What's the problem over here? Sometimes the husband's going to tell two people, please go tell the cipher to go write a get. So tell Ruvain to write the get and Shimon and Levi to sign it. Okay, we're, we're explaining right now the disaster that could happen. What's the khurba that could happen? So the husband says, tell Ruvain to write the get and Shimon and Levi to sign the get. And now the problem is that commonly they would feel bad. You don't need to be such a Yari Shemayim to write a get. But you have to be a Yerush to be an aid on a guest. So the people are going to, the witness, the, I'm sorry, the messengers are going to feel bad asking the cipher to just write the star without asking him to also sign on it. It's kind of like, we like you for your talent, but we don't really trust you as an aid. And we're concerned that because of Midos, people trying to be nice, sometimes people try to be nice and ends up hurting everybody. It's you being nice in the wrong way. You have to create boundaries around your midos. That's why it's called midos, measurements. So perhaps what they're going to do is, even though they weren't instructed to ask the cipher to be one of the witnesses, they're going to say, you know, you could sign one of the witnesses. And the husband never asked them to do it. And uh, therefore it's going to be a, uh, a uh, puzzle 
get. Now, you see from over here that how would you work around this, this chorva? How would you work around this potential disaster of the witnesses possibly asking the cipher to also sign on it? I'll tell you how. Make a rule that a cipher cannot sign on a get. If you make a rule that a cipher cannot sign on a get, then you're not asking for any sort of disaster. Okay? Which is going to be a contradiction on Rabbi Yassi's previous opinion. Sigmar says, no, keep it, Namar since the Tana taught us. Kosher of Leish can be a soul. It would be valid, but it's something that shouldn't be done. Leish It's not common. Okay? It's not common. And therefore, the Chum didn't have to establish such a, uh, such a decree. Say maybe the husband told two people Maybe he says go tell the cipher to write again And you guys sign it Here's another problem that could, that could uh, come up They're going to go the cipher, And they don't want to embarrass the cipher And instead of one of their places They allow the cipher to sign on it And the husband did not tell them to do that And over there also if we have this concern We should make a gezerah that that uh, anybody who could possibly that, that that a cipher could could never end up signing on it, and since we don't find the Mishnah making any sort of gzera in this scenario of not allowing the cipher to sign, um, it must be that uh, that uh, a person once you're appointed to be a shliach cannot pass on the shlichus, and therefore nothing's going to happen again. Which is a kasha on how we're understanding Rabbi Yisis. The Gemara says Amri Hanami kasha v'Leisi. Also, no, Lemaisa would be kasha, but we said that's not the proper way to do it. Honey, Chol Lemandamar kasha v'Leisi. Also, fine. If you're going to stick with this answer, we get why you're wiggling out. But there is an opinion that says that you could do it. Michael Lemaimar. We're, we're back to our question on contradiction in Rabbi Yisis Shita. Rabbi Yisi Tarti Amar says the Gemara. You're right. Here's. Here's where the uh, issues are coming up. And that is, Rabbi Yaisi holds, Tarti, in both cases, Amar, Rabbi Yaisi holds, that it's going to be puzzle. Meaning, both where the husband tells the, the shluchim to deliver a get, and they have somebody, and they decide who's going to write it and who's going to sign it. And in the case where he says, you write it, or a, a specific person should write it, and other people should specifically sign it. Rabbi Yaisi is going to hold that it's not kashu. Shmuel savar la kavasei bechada. But Shmuel only agrees with Rabbi Yaisi when it comes to one Allah who polygalei bechada and he'll argue on him in the other case. Meaning, in the case where he just set aside three people and he didn't tell them what should write it and what should sign on it. So Shmuel's going to hold over there. It is, um, uh, Shmuel's going to hold that it's not going to be a kashu get. They're not allowed to ultimately, uh, they're not allowed to ultimately be the ones to decide for themselves. However, if the husband, in a case where the husband says, this person should be the cipher, and these, uh, these persons should sign, Shmuel's talking on a hold that that get should be valid. Okay, now the Gemara is going to take us a complete shift, brand new Gemara, take us, interesting tangent, we're going to get back to this idea that we've been learning, and we're going to learn about the greatness of various Tanoim, it's really fascinating. We'll mention it as we go through. It's a beautiful, beautiful Gemara here. Kufa. A piece of a previously quoted 
statement. Amar Shmuel, Amar Rabbi Shmuel says the name of Rabbi Halacha Karebiyasi, the Amar Mili Lemims of Mashiach, we paskin like Rabbi who holds, we paskin like Rabbi who holds that a Shliach, a messenger, cannot pass on words. Amar the founder of Shimon Berebi. Rabbi Shimon Berebi, the son of Rabbi, said, since Reb Meir and Chanina argue on Reb Yaisi, why are we passing like Reb Yaisi? Why are we passing like him if we have such great people like Reb Meir and Reb Chanina arguing on him? So he says to him, he says to his son Reb Shimon, he says, be silent, quiet. Even though Reb Meir and Hanina argue on him, you don't understand the healing greatness of Reb Yaisi. You never saw Reb Yaisi. If you would have seen, if you would have had the schos to see the tzaddik Reb Yaisi, you would see that the clarity was with him. When Reb Yaisi would learn words of Torah, he gave it over with such clarity that even if you have the greatness of Rameir and Rabbi Hanina, we still pass him. It's so sensible. Now says the Gemara, the Tanya. We learned in the Brisa. We're now going to learn about some of the differences. This is so halig. Some of the differences between the styles of Limud Atayra and the styles of, of giving over Taira of various, of various uh, Tanayim. The Tanuan derives the Isi ben Yehuda. Isi ben Yehuda will explain the greatness of each of the Chachamim. Rabbi Meir, Chacham v'Seifer. And he would describe Rabbi Meir, says, you should know about Rabbi Meir. What stuck out about him, he was a Chacham, he was wise, v'Seifer, and he was a Seifer. He was a, a Seifer we know to be a, a scribe. Over here what it means is detail-oriented. Details. Rabbi Yehuda, Chacham Lekishayirtze. Rabbi Yehuda was a Chacham Lekishayirtze. Okay. What does it mean is a Chacham Lekishayirtze? So Rashi says, Kishaya writes at Liyais, Matun Umesyashev Bedvarov, Haya Chacham. He apparently, Rabbi Yehuda, depending on the area of Taira Aralacha, would choose certain parts, he would just give over plain. And certain parts, he you just listen to his words and the way that he broke down in Emes was incredible. But Lakisha Yertze, he didn't always do that. That was Rabbi Yehuda. When you learn about Rabbi Yehuda, you notice that about him. Rabbi Tarfin, Gal Shalagayzim. Rabbi Tarfin, literally what this means is he was a pile of nuts. Okay? What's a pile of nuts? This is Gishmak. Ready for this? A pile of nuts means once you started Tyra with him, he just kept going. The same way when you have a pile of nuts and you move one nut, everything gets moved around. The way that Reb Tarfin was able to explain the perfect symmetry of Tyra, how everything ultimately is interconnected and interwoven and comes together. When you had a conversation and learning, or you heard a shear from Reb Tarfin, everything just started moving around. All of Tyra started moving. 
Rabbi Yishmael Chanos Mezuyanas. Rabbi Yishmael was a prepared store. The same way you walked into a store, you walk into a store, there's a dairy section, there's a dry goods section, is it? So he was very, he was very compartmentalized in his learning, Rabbi Shmuel. He had compartments. You went in, you knew what you were getting, everything was there, you got what you needed. Rabbi Akiva, Eitzer Balum. Rabbi Akiva was an Eitzer Balum. Okay? What does it mean that Rabbi Akiva was an Eitzer Balum? What it means is that he took a lot of things. What do you have in a storehouse? Everything comes in together. A lot of different types and styles and brands and it. Everything, Rabbi Akiva would just soak everything in and then compartmentalize it. He was able to split it all up. He would just soak up like a sponge and then divide it. That was his style of teaching Torah and understanding Torah. Rabbi Echanan Benuri Kupas Arachlam. Rabbi Echanan Benuri was a was like a, a spice merchant. A spice merchant. Okay? What does this mean? What this means is he added a lot of interesting details to the Limara Torah. It was like spices, yeah. What spices add, bring out flavor in something. Yeah? He added. When this is a Gemara quoted in multiple places. We've had this in numerous times. Uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, his Torah was Kav Venaki. When he spoke, it was crystal clear, perfect. Crystal clear, perfect. Didn't speak as much. Yet that was his part of his godless. But when he did, he was the uh, he was the final authority. They say this in, in our day and age. I was reading uh, their biography on Reb David Feinstein. I had this chus to meet uh, Reb David also a, a couple times, but I never. I was too young, never had this chus to learn from him. But they say Reb David Feinstein also. His style was he didn't talk. He partially didn't talk. He didn't talk. He showed up to me. He didn't talk. If they asked him his opinion at the end, he'd like say a couple things and that, that summarized the MS for everybody. But it wasn't his style to just go out there and be teaching and spreading and this pill pull, that pill pull. Rabbi ben Yaakov was just like, it was sharp and carts. It was there, it was good. You know, the MS was there. Rabbi Yaisi, Nimuka Yimai. His reasonings, Mamish like preceded him. Rabbi Shimon, Teichen Harbei, Umaitzi Kima. Rabbi Shimon, would grind up a lot and a little bit would come out. Now, what does that mean? Tana, we learned. Mishkach uh, Kima, he didn't forget his learning. And even when he did forget, he forgot the things that you're supposed to forget. Imam is an important insight. Right? Sometimes you learn things, you're not supposed to remember everything. You're not supposed to remember everything. So his godless was, he, he would take everything in. He would take everything in. And what he forgot... What he forgot were things that were supposed to be forgotten. My teachings are like the, the, the truma, a portion of a portion of Rabbi Akiva. Okay, which means Rabbi Akiva taught a lot. And if I taught something, that means it's been sifted through multiple times.
Okay, so this is how do we get on to this Gemara? Again, beautiful, beautiful Gemara, just understanding the different styles. And we see this from our Abayim also. That's why it's like, you know, a, a Rebbe Talmud relationship is Mamash Shirach. It's Mamash Shirach. Some people, they have beautiful Torah. Just, the, 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 there's different styles that come out of, that come out of different people. Gufa, piece of a PFC quoted statement. says to two people, go tell us if ready to get for the plenty of plenty act. We tell these people to sign the Amr of Unamarav. Kosher, Vlasios, Vlas, be Israel. It's kosher, but this shouldn't be done. Amr of Nachman, Ruru says, Rav Nachman, I don't understand. Rav of Nachman, Lula, some people say, Rav Nachman said, Dula, what's going on? Mayachar, the kosher, if it's kosher, Vlasios, Vlas, be Israel. Why are we putting it down? What's the issue? Again, if somebody says, tell a cipher to write it, and these people to sign it, no, fine, but it shouldn't be done. What's the problem? We're nervous that maybe she is going to hire witnesses just to get it done, and it's not going to be the, the right people. Okay? So we're concerned about her playing games. Sorry about her playing games. Therefore, what? What does this help? See, here's the deal. If the husband says the specific people to sign, she can't play games and hire anybody to do this. But if the husband just says, tell two people to sign, so then she could go and be involved. And who does it? We're not concerned that maybe people are going to testify or, or sign on it falsely. So even if the woman might try to do that, why we chayish two yidin are going to listen to her? Maisalayavdi says the Gemara. Uh, you're, you're right that maybe we're not going to have uh, Adam uh, uh, do something that's sheker. However, dibura ka'amri, yeah, they still might speak in a lie. People are faster to lie with their speech than they are with their uh, with their handwriting. Okay. And therefore, we want the husband specifically to be the one who decides who the cipher is and who the Edom are. Amr if somebody, if, if a man says to two people, Imru the cipher, go tell the cipher, and you guys sign Rav Chistam, Rav says, Kosher, Vlasi, Yasin. Rav, you shouldn't do that. Rav, Rav, Amr, Kosher, Vlasi, Yasin. That's fine. Rav, Nachman, Amr, Kosher, Vlasi, Yasin. Shesh, Amr, Kosher, Vlasi, Yasin. Rav, Amr, Kosher, Vlasi, Yasin. Rav, Amr, Kosher, Vlasi, Yasin. Yeah, so we got a... A case where he says to two people, tell a cipher to write the get, and you guys sign it. So now we've got a big machlaikes, top of Amad Beis. And some switch around these last opinions. Rashi says, of Rabba and Rabbi Yasef. Okay. Next part of the Mishnah, Amar Lasara. Kiss will get. Somebody says to 10 men. A husband walks over to 10 men, he says, You guys write the get. Tanu Rabban of the rabbis learned and so should we. Yomar Lasara kiss we get the tunu leishti. Somebody says to ten people, write a get and give it to my wife. One person can write. They don't all need to, not all of them need to hold the pen together. Kulchem ksuvu. I want all of you to write it. Echad kaisev ma'amin kulam. Then one writes it, and everybody else needs to be there in the room when he's writing it. Haylech get leishti. Take a get to my wife, bring a get to my wife. One of them can take it for the others. I want all of you to bring it. All of them need to come together to deliver the get. That's a question searching for information. Okay. If he appoints them, okay, and he, uh, what's the halach? Okay. So here's the deal. 
He doesn't say, all of you do it. He mentions each of them. He says, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, I want you to write the get. Instead of saying, I want all you to write the get, he, he mentions them. Mana Isam, he counts them. Mentions them specifically. Funar Huna says, Mana Inekakochem. It's different. It's different. Meaning, it's even less. Kocha means I need all you. Over here, even though he's mentioning each one, he doesn't need each of them to write it. It is the same thing. You need everybody there where everybody's signing it. It depends if you mentioned every member who was standing there or only some of them who were standing there. Okay? Now the question is, in which, which case, he says, if, he, if there's eight people and he mentions four, so he said, if he counts all them, it'd have one halacha. If he mentioned four out of eight, they had one halacha. If he mentions eight out of eight, what a different halacha. And the Gemara says, we don't know which halacha would go to which. Okay, in other words, in which case is it considered kolchem, or which, consider, in which case is not considered kolchem, that is unclear. Asking Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda made a takana, begito de kolchem. When it comes to a get, and the husband says, I want all of you. Or the husband says, I want each of you, or any of you to write a get. Sign it, either all of you, or any two of you. So he says, all of you or any two of you. Some of you or all of you, or to bring the get, some of you or all of you. Okay? So... In these cases, since we the Takana, basically what the Takana helped is, we're saying to the husband, you got to be absolutely clear on what you want. Say either I want some of you, say I want all of you, be clear. That was his Takana. Don't use vague expressions. Amar Rav. says, Zimn in the God's Layla Dibure. See, sometimes when you want clarity, it ends up hurting you. Because there's times where God's Layla Dibure. Exaggeration, God is used as exaggeration. What it literally means is, it's not going to be exact to his words. Because sometimes he's going to say, I want all of you to write the get. And he's not going to say, any of you. And people are going to come to think it's a puzzle get when it's actually a, uh, when it's actually going to be a valid get. Okay? Because if, if they write in it, all of you, if he writes in a kulchem, then people are going to think that you need everybody to sign. And if anybody's not there, we're going to say it's puzzle. When in truth, it's not necessarily true. Maybe, Tochan means even some of you. The, the cipher should write, any of you should write it, any of you could write it. Chesumai, if it comes to signing it, Koltrei Menchayin, any two you could sign it. Achilu, when it comes to giving the get, Kolchad Menchayin. That's what we tell the husband to say, because there, there's no question anymore. If you say any of you, and that's the only expression you're allowed to use, any of you, if you say any of you, we're good. We're covered. This way, whether all of them did it, whether some of them did it, we know exactly whether the get is kosher or not. Hadron Allah Aimer, Hadron Allah Aimer, Hadron Allah Aimer, Mazeltov, everybody finished the Helig of six parak of Gitin, and now we begin the uh, now we begin the, the seventh parak. Here we go. Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating case. Misha Aksu Kor Diakus. A person who goes nuts? Who goes nuts? Okay, how does he go nuts? In what way? So Rashi says, "Kordiakos is shame shida hashelatas kishosiyah in harbe megitei." 
When people drink wine straight from a vat, there's a shade that could enter the person and make them go meshuga. So a guy's grasped by Cordiacus. The Omar and this guy who's grasped by Cordiacus, this shade that got him because he was drinking a lot of wine straight from the vet. So he went nuts. And he says, Kisvu Galishti, We don't listen to him. He doesn't have enough mind to say that. Omar Kisvu Galishti, what if he first says, Ready, get my wife, for Oxford Cordiacus, and afterwards he has Cordiacus. Then he backs out. We're still ready to get to his wife. Because at the time that he said right to get, he was, he was saying. And his backing out was when he's insane. We listen to his sanity. What happens if Nishtatik? What happens if he's Tam Nishtatik? He's Tam. He becomes sick. He can't talk anymore. He becomes a mute. Now Rashi here says, Love. Akisha Ochsu Kordiokos Koi. We're not dealing with Kordiokos grasping him and now he can't talk. A person becomes sick, his vocal cords don't work anymore, face, whoever it is, he can't talk. And they say to him, And he, he shakes his head, yes. We ask him three times to make sure he for sure wants it. If three times he's consistent in how he, in what he tells us he wants us to do, we're going to listen to that even though we're not literally hearing the words come straight out of his mouth. Says the Gavara, my Kordiakos, what is Kordiakos? Amar Shmuel, he's, he's drinking new wine that came straight from the vineyard, freshly pressed. Says the Gavara, why don't we just say if somebody if somebody drinks wine that's too new, why are you calling it Kordiakos? That this Ruach, or what Rashi called the shade that enters the person, is called Kordiakos. Who cares what it's called? If you want to heal the guy, you want to write a Kamiya, you want to write an amulet to, for the guy to walk around with, we have to know how to, uh, how to write off on the Kamiya. How do you fix him up? Bisra, Sumka, you take uh, meat that is, that is, uh, that's sumka. Meat which is sumka. Rashi says, kachush. It's like a weak type of meat. Agumre, v'chamra marka. You grill it and you give him, uh, you give him uh, diluted wine. And this meal could remove the, uh, th- this meal could remove the cordiacus. Amr Abai Abai says, Amr the aim. My mother told me, Abai famously was an orphan, so this woman raised him, he always called him his mother, and because of that, the Gemara often quotes her as mother. The Shimsha Bas If you have the first day of being hurt by the sun, Kuza Demaya, make sure to drink a lot of water. Bas Trayaymi, if you have, if you're impacted by the heat for two days, Sikure. So Sikure is you let blood, bloodletting. Bastos Yami, if it goes on for three days. Bisra Sumka, Agumra Bahamra Marka. Again, eat this weak meat with diluted wine. The Shimsha Tikra, if it keeps going on after that. Lacey Tarnagolta Kuchmi, you should take a black rooster. The Likra Ishasiv Erev, cut it open like a 
Shesiv Erev, like a weaving, back and forth, up and down, vertical, horizontal. Put the chicken on the back of the person's, uh, ball, a bald spot on the back of the person's head. And leave it there until it latches on to his head. And then he should go and stand in water until his neck. Until his mamish feels very, very weak. And then he should, he should, uh, he should swim, and come up, and sit down. And then hopefully he'll start feeling better, the heat will leave. The imlay. And if this doesn't work, or let's say you don't have it, you don't have access to a, to a chicken. Lechol karti, you should eat leeks. Vilinchais, vilekum b'maya. Eat leeks, go down in water. Ad savare, ad dechalish alma ilave. Vilemar v'lesik. Same thing. It's interesting. It's interesting that the first advice the Gemara gives, though, is the more complicated one. Yeah, the whole thing with the chicken and cut it and make a bald spot in the back of the head and put it there. Agan samaisa. Maybe it works better. Maybe that's why we're we're listing it first. The Shimsha Bisra Sumka Gumra Bachamra Marka, if it goes on uh, if it goes on for a while, so then you eat the 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 uh, grilled meat with diluted wine, the talga bisra shemena agumre bachamra chaya. And if let's say a person gets sick not because of the heat but because of the cold, so then you should do the opposite. You should eat meat that is that is uh, fat. Uh, grilled meat that's fatty and stronger wine. So for heat, you get unfat uh, meat that's that's uh, lean and watered down wine to get rid of cold. You eat fatty meat and strong wine. When was when he was being bothered. By the heads of the Reish Galusa. Now very often the heads of the Reish Galusa sometimes were righteous. Sometimes they weren't. They were Jewish people that uh, were, were uh, you know, leaders of Klaiusol. And at times they, they, they weren't nice. They kind of took advantage of their position. So Rav Amram Chasid, Ram the Chasid, was being bothered by the heads of the Reish And one of the ways they would bother him is they would they would uh, make him sleep in the cold. Yeah, uh, you know you slept out in the cold. How can we help you? He says, whatever I tell them, I know they're they're, they're going to do the apoch. They'll do the opposite. They're trying to hurt me. They're pretending they're my friends and they're out to get me. Amarlus, he said, Yeah, bring me lean meat and diluted wine. So they brought him what he needed. Okay. Shama Yalta. So Yalta heard about this. Okay, now Yalta was Rav Nachman's wife, and she was from the family of the Reish Kalusa, so she wanted to help him. So she took him to Bey Masusa, a place to wash up. And she, she uh, stood him in the waters of, of the bathhouse. 
until the water got looked like blood. The koi bishay pishte pishte, and there were there were um, marks on uh, there were marks on his skin. Now the reason why she did this is because apparently he needed over the course of time to have so much meat and wine to heal him from the from the cold that that itself took a toll on him. Like sometimes the doctor will give you will prescribe medication. The medication itself has a negative impact on the body. So this is how she got rid of that the the issue from the from the wine and the meat. Rabbi Yosef Yasek Bereche Rabbi Yosef would um, work in the windmill in order to heal himself. Okay, he would work out, we'll call it, and schwitz. Rav Sheshes Yasek Bekshurei Omar Gedayla Melacha Shemachmas Es Shemechamemes Es Balel How great is work because it warms up those who work in it. Amalei Rishkus Lev Sheshes Rishkus Esther Rav Sheshes My time Allah Yisrael and Margabon why don't you come to us and eat with us? Come for dinner. I don't trust your kashas. I think your servants serve meat from a live animal. How do you know that? I'll prove it to you. His helper. Go steal and bring me one leg from an animal. Okay, so where's he going to steal this from? He's telling him to steal it from the house of the Reish Kalusa. Amar Luhu, Saisile, he brought him the leg. Amar Luhu, Sirvashesha said, Admulay Hadme de Chavisa. Give me uh, all the different parts of the animal. Isu Klaus Kari at So they brought him three legs and put it in front of Sirvashesha. Now, where was the fourth leg? He already had it. Omar Luhu, Rosh said, What do you mean? It's a three-legged animal. Why are you serving the meat of a three-legged animal? So what they did was, they said, oh, okay, taka. So they cut a leg off of another animal to make it a fourth leg. Now go bring the leg you took from them. So he put it there. So now how many legs did he have? Five. So, Omar Luhu, so he said, Yeah, you have a five-legged animal. What, is, what was his point? He was proving that they take legs from live animals. So, so he's basically proving, he says, that's why I don't come to you for dinner. I don't trust your kashras. Omar Lehi, so he says to Rav Sheshesh, if you don't eat here because of kashras, let them, you kasher the kitchen. You kasher the kitchen. You be the mashkiach and then eat. I'll do that. So they brought the um, they brought the uh, the tacha, the eating table, uh, in front of them. And they brought um, uh, they brought meat. And they put in front of him ristina de chanka chamsa, the uh, a piece of meat that is able to hurt somebody who can't see. Okay, which Rashi explains, Rav Sheshes wasn't able to see, he was blind, and they gave him meat that had little bones in it that he could choke on. They were angry at him. Who's this from fanatic rabbi telling us he doesn't trust our kashras? Some things don't change. So 
He says, I'll come eat. So they purposely gave him food that'll hurt him. So, Gishashe Vishakle, a Krocha Besudre. So, Rav Sheshesh is no fool. And he starts picking around uh, at the meat. And he basically, instead of eating, he realizes something in there then. Instead of eating it, he he tied it up in his sudder. He tied it up in his handkerchief. Okay. Now, why did he tie it up as a handkerchief? We'll see. Lebasar da'achil. After the meal was over, Amri lay, they said to him, top of tomorrow's daf, Ignev lan kasa de kaspa. Yeah? Uh, uh, somebody stole some of the silver cutlery, or a, a silver cut, meaning we have to check your stuff. They, they, they knew he tied up the meat inside of his handkerchief. So while they were looking for this silver cup officially, so they found the meat. They said, uh, Yeah, even if we make you the mashkiach, we know that you're just here to bother us. Again, the bully playing victim. Amar Luhu, Rosh said, Let me tell you something. I ate. And what I, we should know, the food that I ate was disgusting. Okay? So that's why he says, I started eating it. You know why I tied up the meat? I started eating the meat. It just tasted terrible. Amile, they said, we, 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 we didn't, uh, literally it means like the, there was Chivara. Uh, uh, Rashi says, Basar by Lashchin. It was boils. It was a terrible meat quality. So they said, we only, we only use good quality meat today. He says, really, look at the uh, skin of the animal, and you'll see there was boils. Yeah, if you have a, a black spots on a white animal, or white spots on a black animal, it means it's sick. And they talk found that there was an issue, uh, an issue with the meat. So over here, he basically was able to save his own life, play games with them, they tried messing with him, and ultimately, uh, you know, ultimately, Rev, Rev Sheshes was uh, was able to uh, put them to put them in their place. Let's just wrap up this story, and then we'll hold it here for uh, for tonight. Kikonafik, when Rav Sheshes was leaving this dinner, Karule Bira Tzifra Ilave Lesi Mar Linach. Okay, so again, Rav Sheshes was blind, so they wanted they dug a hole. And they covered it over. So if he felt, if he felt anything, he'd think there's a floor. And they wanted him to fall in while he was walking. They wanted to harm him physically. Nice people. So Rav Chista made noise from behind Rav Sheshes. And this noise was hinting to him to be careful. So he said to a, a Yanuk, a child who was there, what psukim are you learning? Amar so the kid says, Turn to your left or, to your, or turn to your right. Amar the Shimei, so he says to his helper, what do you see? Amar lei, I see a, a, a mat on the floor. Amar lei, turn me away from it. 
to the left or to the right. Don't go on the mat. Lebasar denafik, Amalei Rechista, Menavi Yadamar. How'd you know to do that? Amalei Chada, first of all, the Nacharlimar. Because you made noise and I picked up, there was something off. And furthermore, the Pasuk Li Anuka Psuka, because of the Pasuk the kid said. And the third reason, the Chashida Abdev Malu. Yeah? That uh, the, the, these helpers, I, I suspected them of, you know, of uh, trying to harm me. There's a lot to say about this. A lot to say about this. And that is, you learn a lot about risk factors. You have to be smart around people. There's things you're allowed to put. Each one individually would not have caused them to not walk there. But sometimes you, you add things to your files. You don't ignore it. And when enough things add up, you learn to be careful. That's why the Gemara is bringing out the story for us. It's teaching us, again, how and when to, uh, to utilize our, our uh, proper instincts, what's considered instincts, and, and you know, when to be careful, and when is it, you know, you just go about, you, you know, you go about taking care of yourself. All right, we'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Bless you tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. Zagabensht.